0: Okay, okay. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, God's Holy Word. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan, and today is episode 93, and we are moving right along uh, with the book of Genesis. We are now going to look at chapter 7. We're going to start that. And again, I'm reading from the Leadership Bible, It is the NIV version, which of course is the New International Version, so it's a really good one. So let's go ahead and take a look here at Genesis chapter 7. So we're still talking about Noah and his family. So very important there. So just a little bit of a recap. Um, Noah had found favor in God's eyes, and so God wanted to save him um, from destruction. And so God gave him uh, basically commands and advice on how to survive this, and so God protected him. And so what's interesting is that Noah did everything that God said to do, and because of that, he was blessed even more. So it's very much important to do what God says, even when you don't completely understand it. It's very important to do what God says to do. So let's take a look here. This is Genesis chapter 7. It says here, The Lord then said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of every kind of clean animal, a male and its mate, meaning a female, okay? And one pair of every kind of unclean animal, a male and its mate, meaning a female, okay? And also seven pairs of every kind of bird, male and female, to keep their various kinds of life throughout the earth. Seven days from now, I will send rain on the earth for 40 days and 40 nights, and I will wipe from the face of the earth every living creature I have made. And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. I find that very interesting because it doesn't say that Noah doubted him. It doesn't say anything that Noah talked back to him or said, Hey, well, do I really need to have that many animals on the ark? And And he didn't go, Well, Lord, can you explain to me really why you're doing this? And, you know, isn't there an easier way to do this? This just seems like a lot of work. Noah didn't do that. He didn't gripe. He didn't complain. It just says, And Noah did all that the Lord commanded him. I think that's a wonderful thing to do. Another thing I find very interesting is that says in verse 1, the Lord then said to Noah, so God is speaking to Noah. So if you think God doesn't speak to people, he very much does. It isn't just an Old Testament thing. God still speaks to us to this day, to our heart, to our mind, to our soul, and also through His holy word, because God's holy word is a living, breathing document. So don't ever sell the Bible short, because it it can save you. It, It does every day. If you give it a chance, I should say. So in verse one, it says, The Lord then said to Noah, so God is speaking directly to Noah, Go into the ark, you and your whole family, because I have found you righteous in this generation. So let me say this. Let's say you are in a town that you can't stand and you don't like the behavior. Just know that you don't have to go along with what they're saying or doing because God will find favor with you. He will find you to be righteous if you do the will of your heavenly father, and he will get you out of that bad situation. So if anything, be like a Noah and just know that better days are ahead. So that's always a good thing. Moving on, it says, Noah was 600 years old when the floodwaters came on the earth. And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives entered the ark to escape the waters of the flood. Pairs of clean and unclean animals of birds and of all creatures that move along the ground, male and female, not male and male, not female and female, okay? Male and female came to Noah and entered the ark as God had commanded Noah. And after the seven days, the flood waters came on the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, On the seventeenth day of the second month, on that day, all the springs of the great deep burst forth, and the floodgates of the heavens were opened, and rain fell on the earth forty days and forty nights. On that very day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. They had with them every wild animal, according to its kind, All livestock according to their kinds, every creature that moves along the ground according to its kind, and every bird according to its kind, everything with wings, pairs of all creatures that have the breath of life in them, came to Noah and entered the ark. The animals going in were male and female, not male and male or female and female people. They were male and female because there's only two sexes, male and female. It's not transgender. It's not what's it called, binary or fluid, whatever those stupid words mean. There's only two sexes, male and female. says here, the animals uh, going in were male and female of every living thing as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in. You know what's interesting about that verse where it says, then the Lord shut him in. Sometimes I think people get really angry at God when he shuts them in a place or shuts them in in a cycle of life that maybe, you know, they don't like. But what you need to understand is that sometimes God might be shutting you in to keep out the bad. And that is exactly what happened here with Noah and his family. Because think about... The the death and destruction that was taking place outside the ark. Like, think about it. It rained for 40 days and for 40 nights. And just imagine the screaming, the yelling, the panicking of the people all around Noah. Just imagine that, like outside the ark, I should say. Like all the people that are evil and wicked, I guarantee you, they tried to get up in the ark. There is a reason why God told him to build that ark a certain way. It was not meant to be a passenger boat for a bunch of people. It was meant to save Noah, his family, and the animals that were on it. It was not meant to save the planet. It was meant to save Noah, his family, and the creatures on that ark from the planet. You know, what's interesting is that God saved Noah from the wickedness and the lawlessness of the planet. But he did so by shutting him up. And I don't mean like shutting his mouth. I mean like locking him away in an ark. And kept them there for a while. I mean, just imagine being shut up with your, your in-laws, um, your daughter-in-laws, um, your son-in-laws, whatever the case may be. And you, you are locked in there for 40 days, if not longer, you know, cause here's the thing. It rained for 40 days and for 40 nights, but after it stopped raining, they still could not exit the ark. They had to wait till the water subsided because there was no dry ground. There was no land at all because it was just all water. So just imagine how tough that would have been for Noah and his family. And also, you are around all these animals and you are the caretakers for those animals. Like you're feeding them, you're cleaning up after them, all this stuff. Like just imagine living on a giant ship that is like living at a zoo. 24-7. 24-7. I mean, because here's the thing. I guarantee you not all those animals were, you know, went to bed at 9 o'clock at night and all of them woke up at 6 in the morning. Like, animals are animals. I mean, they, they do what they're going to do. They wake up when they wake up. They go to bed when they go to bed. So, you know, and I'm not even talking about the, um, the family dynamics. I mean... If you're living with your relatives for that amount of time in a boat and you can't ever get away from people, just imagine—you know—if Dear Abby had been around that time, just imagine the Dear Abby letter she would have received. <laughs> you know, so it, it's very interesting. Whenever you know, whenever God removes you from a bad situation, sometimes it feels like He's punishing you, but He's not. He's guarding and protecting you. From anything and everything that is bad, evil, and wicked. So that's very important to remember that that God loves you so much. Sometimes He will completely separate you from something that is really evil and really bad, and it might feel really lonely. But just know that if God before you, who dare be against you? And He loves you very much. He is guarding and protecting you, and that is very important to recognize that for sure. I will go ahead and end this podcast. But as usual, until next time. I pray that you're happy, healthy, and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye.